Hey, you want to hear inspirational music and talk? Download the CJC radio app right now in the app store. What are you waiting for? Download it now. any questions or thoughts that you'd like to share send me a message on my ig uh it's jen underscore no behavior j-e-n-n underscore n-o-b-e-h-a-v-i-o-u-r and let us know what you think and i lay down under the covers oh hello yes it's me it's janelle I'm still here. Yes, I'm alive and well. And I'd like to apologize to my producer and friend for this gap in productivity. And I promise I won't do it again. Uh, Parentheses open, crossed fingers, parentheses closed. (laughs) I was asked by a few people when I was going to come back. And I had a ton of ideas and hopefully they will meet the light of day. But now I'm coming to you from my bed. This is Pillow Talks with me and you. The Janelle experience. And this is particularly important for me because I took this time out to process. And I think this is the name of our t- pill talk today. The Janelle experience was processing. And processing can mean processing closure, processing what's the next move, processing what it is that is happening in the moment. And I really had a moment of reflection from the last time we had a podcast when we were with Dr. Keisha. And I listened to that podcast three times and I saw that I couldn't heal because I kept pretending I wasn't hurt. So I was listening to that podcast and I was like, wow, I'm I'm not okay. So I needed to take that time and just shift and not continue in that mindset of how I was in that moment. And Keisha gave me some tools and I really just had to step away and be like, okay, Janelle, okay, you're not okay. So let's get to the point where we're okay. So I didn't want to continue in that mindset and then continue producing these mediocre podcasts and then lose your, lose my audience. So I had to put my foot down and just close that chapter in my personal life. And sometimes it's difficult for people to just shut that door and move on. And I had to really process a transfer from a space where I was in arrested development, where I thought I was okay and I was pretending that I was okay, to a mindset where I believed wholeheartedly I made the best decision for a healthier version of me. But you know what? I wasn't really accepting that of myself. I was telling people that. But I was lying to myself. I'd still go home and be like, why is this happening to me? Why, 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 why? And I was just consuming my thoughts with things that were so unhealthy. And so I took that time and actually took a sabbatical. And I did a lot of self-reflecting. But I'm back and here I am. So what exactly did I need at that time? Was it closure? Did I need to move on? I really needed to be okay with what, my now was giving me at that time why is it necessary for me or anyone to experience a moment of closing something you know I had an idea when I was in high school there were these dating shows I remember all these dating shows there's one with a bus where you get off the bus and you can 
meet somebody or, you know, um, then the whole um, catfish wave came out. And I always thought to myself, like, you know, what would make a lot of money is if people were able to get closure on anything like relationships or like trying to find answers to questions that has always been plaguing them. And I always thought about that is such a imperative part of growth is when you either accept the closure you or you accept that there's no closure. So there is a whole school of thought in psychology that focuses on desiring closure. So I thought, hmm, that could be part of my healing process. I can get up and just realize what is it that's preventing me from moving on? And it wasn't just the situation that I was in. It was just that point in my life where I thought to myself that I had a handle on anything else, on everything else, excuse me, but I didn't have a handle on certain things. I mean, my job, relationships, and just me accepting a new role and in shifting from being where I was and then growing. So, you know, and anybody can identify a moment in their life where they desired closure so you get up in the morning and no good morning text. The energy's off. You feel some type of way. You address this with the person that you're with and boom, you get the, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm sorry. This job's not working out. You're toxic. Your friendship's not healthy. The death of a loved one. Click dial tone. Boop. And right there, you're left in this limbo of what in the world just happened you get sideswiped most of the time or you saw it coming but you kept it at bay because you didn't want to face the outcome and before you can make an inquiry you've just been robbed of an explanation of why this is happening so i was like man that's so deep because a lot of the times when i was trying to be in control I was losing control because I was so obsessed with an outcome and I didn't want things to go awry. And so because of that, it neglected my part of what reality was, like what I viewed as reality. So my perception was skewed. I was living in this like fantasy, like la la land, and I'm thinking everything's okay. And it really wasn't because I'm so obsessed with this potential of a great situation is going to be this and that. And I'm over in... Bethlehem <laughs> long away from where the reality is and when things was happening and they were going south I was just like no 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 you you, you don't understand I have a fantasy that you need to comply with what are you doing no and so I was like in research and then, and I'll tell you this when I was researching this I felt some sort of like empowerment because I was like I'm not crazy I know I'm not crazy I I, I know that this is not unique so why am I going through this I need to find the source that's really agitating me and making me feel like I'm not getting anywhere I'm not going up I'm not going down because I was tired of lying about healing I really was and so I was like I need to find this healing for myself and if you need that it's okay to seek help professionally I do have Dr. Keisha as a resource and she's amazing and I mean anybody who's out there listening and you have a resource I mean the friend the support system it is always always a great resource to have especially when you're going through something because you don't want to go through this alone 
So I found this article about closure and I just loved how it just jumped out at me. Um, I just Googled closure and I was just like, I just, I just want to know what it means. Like, you know, and I just, it was just this really well put together article. I think it was like the first search in, on the engine Google. And it said, closure is achieved when we are satisfied that the puzzle has been assembled to our satisfaction, that the answers have been reached, and is therefore possible to move on. Hmm. When people most need closure, it's usually because the termination of the event is significant to them, holding particular value and meaning. I received that message to the core. I was like, you know what? It is important for me because of my desire to be in control, to know what, why, when, where, how. And I had this strong hold, like this strong desire to be in control of everything, to prevent myself from getting hurt. But in turn, I did get hurt. And so that was something that I had to work on. And I was just like, okay. Because no response is also a closure. No no explanation is also a closure. And one of the things that I found out about myself, which I'm openly and I'm ready to admit this, that I'm usually not fair when it comes to closure when I'm in the driver's seat. I'll be abrupt. I'll be mean. My point has to be received and I need to go away so that you don't have an opportunity to say anything because I had the final say so. And that's such... A poor defense mechanism that in turn can hurt somebody terribly, tremendously. I mean, it's rude. It's off-putting. It's not something in my nature. Like when I do that, I don't walk away and feel good. I just know that, okay, I didn't have to address those feelings. So I'm going to, I'm going to like be the one to shut it down. But how does that work for me? It's not working very well. I'm actually devastated when I can't get closure. So I shouldn't impart that on anybody else. I felt very, um, what's the word? Devastated is the word. When people like ghost me, and it's not even a relationship situation. It's even a, a female person or even at jobs where I'm thinking like, okay, maybe I'm doing well, whatever, whatever. And then somebody distanced themselves from me and then they come with the bad news. And I'm just like, what? You know, so I can tell you that that, moment of reflection I learned that that was something I need to break from so I I, I said this is one of the things that I've empowered myself with this information so now I'm going to take this information and I'm not going to use it as a weapon um I always want people to be upfront with me their intentions um but that's not how people work. Some people have communication issues. Some people haven't arrived at a place in their life where they're brave enough to speak their mind or their intentions. And so there's no significant mold. There's no like recipe that gives you the same outcome. Different people require different types of closure. For me, it's like I explained before, it's like a fantasy land. I don't want to believe in the other person is nefarious or capable of doing something to hurt me, like cheat or lie. So when a catastrophic event happens, I'm like, um, hi. And then I turn into a CSI agent that activates 
my sequence <laughs> of like and my feelers are out and I can't create a f- I mean I can create a full season of Jerry Springer episodes in my head about like what woulda shoulda coulda you know and I remember that for me I had to like take a step back and be like oh now I know why or this is happening because of this or I need this to happen and I had all these different kinds of scenarios I was exhausting myself and that's how I developed in that way and when I was I had a friend in college I'll never forget this and I mean this lesson has caught gone with me years afterwards I remember she asked me to go with her somewhere to run a few errands little did I know she was about to ambush her boyfriend in the act of cheating when I was in the car with her I was like oh no 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 what are you doing what are you doing because I in my head had all these like negative outcomes that were about to happen I was like thinking to myself like you know it's better that you don't know this you know leave him alone you know you know do what you have to do but just don't put yourself in harm's way and she was like no I'm good and she had this this like like solemn like facial expression and she just was like I'll be right back I sat in the car and she confronted him I was scared because I'd seen this happen in the in, in movies and in TV shows. I was like, what is going what she got to do? She said a few sentences and walked away. That was her closure. She never turned back. I mean, to this day, I call her and we talk, we're friends, we catch up. If I ask her about it, she was like, who? <laughs> like, that's how she processed her closure. She just had to see it with her own eyes. She got her last two words in. I asked her, what did you say to him? She was just like, um, I'm going to give you the key to your dorm thing. Here you go. Here's your laundry, whatever. And she was done. And she never turned back. But for me, however, I have like these stages that I have to go through. <laughs> I'm just like flailing around like a plastic bag in the wind. and I, But I, I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. So I had to read a lot <laughs> for me I'm when I'm going through that process of just shifting from one mindset from one place to another and I mean change is amazing I mean I'm so grateful for all the things that has happened to me and to this point and you know I revert to this child that I am like a little five-year-old like you know I have to build my arsenal of things that are going to be daggering and I, I cry I transfer and you know in this little sabbatical that I took, I really valued energy transfer and what I want to give my energy to. And so it's very difficult to get up and say, I want to change. Self-help, positivity, deciding that you're going to make a difference in your pattern so that things you you can discern better or empower yourself with tools to cope that was never promised to be easy there's nothing easy about that and it takes time you, you can't just get up one day and be like oh i'm gonna be perfect and i'm not gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and i'm do that and then old habits show up and then you realize this is really difficult so i had to like arm myself with 
tools for me to be like, okay, you know, this energy transfer that I'm talking about, scientifically speaking, energy cannot be destroyed. It just transferred from one unit to the next. It generates, 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 and then you just go from it. So I was absorbing these energies and really just not allowing myself to find an outlet or a place to transfer it. So that bogged me down mentally and it affected everything around me, even the relationship with my parents. And so when my mother, who her coping skills are pretty straightforward, you got what, 20 minutes to talk to her about it. And after that, you got to find a solution because if you dwell on something, she looks at that as a poor energy that's a poor use of this energy. So she's like, get it out of there. Go go for a walk. Read a book. Pray. You know, develop your... And, and, and my mom, I remember telling me one day, said, you're not praying enough. You're not devoting much time for self-reflection. And that's why when things like this happen to you, you're not giving yourself time to be analytical, smart. You know, you're not giving yourself energies charge. You need to recoup sometimes life is exhausting and i and i didn't recognize that until this year i was just like you know i got to be careful where i where i'm absorbing energy from i have to be careful who i'm absorbing energy from i got to go places where i can release my energies and really get my mindset going to a healthier version of myself so on top of all of that, I did spend time and, and it's okay to cry and it's okay to to just look at yourself in the mirror and be like, look, this is it. This is me here. You know, I, I, I'm not in the fantasy anymore. This is my now. And I took that time to just look at myself and I'm, I, I hope my listeners are understand their understanding of this because everybody needs that moment. Because you know what? We just need to charge up, you know, even if it's one day of sleeping in all day and just self-care, you know. One of my friends, shout out to Camille. She is the scent queen. And one of the things I've, she always has a lotion that's like, oh, this aroma is like eucalyptus and blah, blah, blah. And it's stress stress relief. And I always look at her and I'm like, you know what? I've noticed that you are calm. And you're so, you're she's such a great energy to be around. Like I, every time I see her, I just want to cuddle her because she's so sweet. She smells great. She has this positive outlook on life. And she's always burning candles and spring scents. And I was just like, wow, I didn't know that lemongrass could change me, change my mood from sour to sweet, you know? So I was just so, I'm so grateful for like, you know, putting myself in, in a position to be empowered with energy, with people with positive energy. And I'm not saying that everywhere you're going to go, everybody's going to be jumping on roses and banana and pajamas all day long. But I, I'm just saying that, you know, if you're mindful of like, yo, this is toxic, I'm going to remove myself. I'm not going to even engage in this. You know, I, I'm going to put myself where the love is you know, and, and I realized that. So after that podcast, I got up and I said, you know what, I need to do something for myself. So what did I do? I took a trip. I went to my homeland and I surrounded myself with love. It was so important for me to go home, to see my family, 
to be around the people that share the same bloodline as me. And I know a lot of people don't have this opportunity, but for me, I'm so removed. I'm so secluded from that part of my life. I'm in California and my whole family's in the Caribbean and on the East Coast. And to see eyes of family members that share the same facial features as me and same same language it was such a boost for me to be around that love and I know everybody doesn't have that opportunity um and it doesn't have to be just that to give you a, like a recharge you can go anywhere where people are welcoming like there's these websites like meet.com and it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic I've seen boards on Facebook where it's just like college students that went to blah 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 or curly hair group or you know and I'm actually part of a couple of groups because I was like I need to get out of my shell I need to put myself in a position where and there are times when I'm in these like groups and they're like hey we're having a meetup at Starbucks or you know and I got to meet people with like-mindedness some didn't go so well some went perfectly fine and it was just like I had to cast my net a little further and stop being so enclosed with myself because I didn't find healing when I was by myself. Okay? So here we are. And there's a few days left in the year. In the decade, as a matter of fact. And I don't have a prescription or a fancy thing to say about the ending of the decade or this time's closing in. I usually tell my friends like, yeah, you got 15 days to waste my time. (laughs) But I can say this, this year went by pretty fast. And I also realized time waits for no one. Okay. One of the most valuable lessons I learned besides empowering myself with the gift of moving on, because I call it a gift. I'm not going to tie a negative connotation to anything anymore i feel like these moments of like highs and lows are all moments of teaching and they were gifted to me by the universe gifted to me by god gifted to me by so i can grow so one of those one of the most valuable things that i did learn with being present and accepting myself and believing that I'm valuable, I'm capable, I'm smart and worthy. And this has given me the most peace. I get I what I cannot change doesn't matter anymore. You know? I had to get up in the day and I cannot worship the clock. I cannot be so bogged down or strained by what others may think I should do or what I want to do is what is important to me, you know? So instead of making a list of things that I will acquire in time and understanding for the year 2020, I've decided to make a lifestyle and not a resolution. I wanna practice more mindfulness. I wanna remain calm and not quick to anger. I don't wanna be so reactive. That was one of the things I thought to myself, I was like, I don't wanna be reactive anymore. Cause sometimes I inappropriately react to things and I have to work on that. That's one thing I have to work on. And you think before I speak, be intentional with my words. It's a big one for me because sometimes, <laughs> anybody who knows me knows that trigger words will get me to boop, 
boop, boop, boop, boop, boop, boop, boop, boop, boop, and then you're gonna I'm tell you where to go, how to get there, where to go, when you come back. No, I don't. I don't want to be that person anywhere. And a one thing is, I don't have a problem with this, but I need to be more affectionate and loving with this. I always let people know where I stand with them. But this time around, I want to be able to say that with the intention of positivity. So when I leave you, I love you, man. Take care of yourself. I don't want my goodbyes to feel like it's the end of full stop period. I want it to be like a semicolon, like we'll see each other again. I, I wish nothing but good for you. Peace, love, light. And love more. Love, 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 love. Love, like I always say, is a low-hanging fruit. Go where it is growing low, where there's a lot of it. Pick it, engage in it, be around the people who love you. Be in the presence of positivity. I know not every single day is going to be like that, but if that's an intention for you. When bad things happen, you just kind of look at it like, hmm, this is a season. And it's going to be for a moment, but there's always going to be joy at the end of this. We are all here to win. I hope your new year is a birth of a new beginning. And no matter what it is, you can always find a moment of peace. Even if it's going into the bathroom stall at work, you're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just go ahead. You know what? I'm a nurse. And sometimes when I work on the floor, I mean, families are chaotic. I have families throwing stuff at me, doctors, other nurses, whatever. And I would go sit in the bathroom three o'clock in the morning because I work the night shift and sit down and wait till somebody calls me just because I need that moment to just decompress I mean taking a deep breath and smiling no matter what <laughs> is like the best piece ever because you can't really change anything and that doesn't even matter what you can do is better yourself so that whenever life flings at you whatever it flings you're just kind of like yeah that happens but guess what I'm an overcomer I'm an achiever I'm worthy of good things I am acquiring peace so that when it does happen you're just equipped with all these tools of just coping just beautifully so as we end this second podcast third actually I just want to say that I deeply appreciate you spending this time with me this pillow talks and the janelle experience and whatever it is if you have any questions or anything you want to address in future podcasts i am open to whatever i have an email but i'm going to give you my instagram it's j-e-n-n underscore no behavior and i also have a twitter i don't know my twitter i was just kidding but if you want to hit me up on instagram i'm always there um actually my email is janelle's email at gmail.com so j-e-n-n-e-l-l-s-e-m-a-i-l at gmail.com i'll answer you whenever if you have any topics you want to talk about or if you want to critique me or whatever it is i just want to say Thank you for listening. I want to give a huge, warm shout out to Carl Jackson. He has been my biggest inspiration and my biggest headache, stomach ache, whatever it is you want to call it. But no matter what, I can just tell you this. And this is a moment of me 
just, you know, shining a light on a wonderful person. He's great. He has been exceptionally patient with me and loyalty. I mean, we say the meanest things to each other and we come back and it's all love. And he's just so cool. And I'm so grateful that he gave me this opportunity for you guys to have me in your ear for just a moment of your time, maybe a commute to work or whatever. But I I just want to make sure that I'm an inspiration to you as well as to myself. And whatever it is that you need or you want me to talk about, you can always shoot me an email or hit me up on Instagram. Um, And that's it. Happy holidays, and we'll see you next year. Hey, you want to hear inspirational music and talk? Download the CJC radio app right now in the App Store. What are you waiting for? Download it now.